From in the beginning to the musical apocalypse, this is The Bible Says What. I'm your host, Mike Wiseman. Holy shit, Waffles, the show has two new patrons to thank this week. Love me three times level patron, Bill Castle. Thank you, Bill, for all the extra love and support. And ultimate firebrand level supporter, Zach Childress. Thank you, Zach, for helping keep the recording light on. After one month of patronage at the ultimate firebrand level, Zach will be receiving a signed copy of the book, an official BSW t-shirt, and random BSW stickers and cards. You too can be immortalized in BSW history by going to patreon.com forward slash BSW the podcast and signing up to be a supporter of the show. Your episodic tithes of a dollar or more will go to the many expenses associated with the show and get you early access to each episode, a shout out on the show, and even BSW swag. That's patreon.com forward slash BSW the podcast. That being said, today's guest has a message from her God to me and she has given me permission to read it on air. This is that message. So that conversation with God you were asking about, here's what he says. If you will stop arguing with me and let the pain be the place that you meet me, I will no longer be hidden. Side note, why would a loving father choose to reveal himself through your pain? Very strange. Continuing on. The heart that is dull has lost the edge that it once had, but I can sharpen it again with a fire and fervor that is unquenchable. Trust was never the problem. I can't heal what you refuse to place open before me. I will never leave you or forsake you, even when you have locked me out because the love I have for you is forever. It's terrible. It's awful. Thanks for letting me join in. Keep it real. Keep it rock and roll blessings stephanie now according to stephanie or her god i'm being resistant to her god and that's why i don't believe or why he hasn't revealed himself to me one of those the point is it's my fault for not just throwing my hands up and believing how is it not the fault of the all-powerful invisible mute being who remains invisible and mute why don't you just believe in spider-man Stop resisting him. Let him save you from what the Christian deity wants to do to you if you don't believe he saved you from himself by killing himself to himself. Praise Spider-Man. Let's start the show. Is there anything in the Bible that you yourself have an issue with? <laughs> Okay, so it took you reading the Bible to realize that those things were bad for you? Yeah, it actually did. I, I didn't figure this out on your own? No, Ted, Ted Bundy could be redeemed. God doesn't kill children. Does, what do you think the Passover was? Yahweh sets up a whole system in the Old Testament where you slaughter animals just so he's able to forgive you. Today's special guest is author, publisher, and hairstylist, Stephanie Jordan. Welcome to the show, Stephanie. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for taking the time. Tell us a little bit about what you do. I'm currently a hairstylist, uh, kind of in a career transition into author, teacher, speaker. So I've been a hairstylist for 25 years hmm. and I closed my salon storefront in 2020, not COVID related, but because God told me it was time to shut down and start writing. Huh. And so I'm on a new journey. Interesting. God told you to close the store. Gotcha. And then start writing. That's a good start. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so the book, give us a little bit about the book. So um, it's called Believing in Boundaries, and it's a biblical based book about how um, as image bearers for God, he created boundaries in creation, and we should also be setting boundaries in relationships and in our lives. And like with physical boundaries, we tend to understand how those work and we can respect physical boundaries, but relational boundaries, we really, really struggle with. So the book is really to be an encouragement on 
setting boundaries in cultural situations, relational situations, and with faith practices. Hmm. What, what do you mean by kind of my... relationship boundaries? So like, um, when, like today, the hot kind of topic word is toxic, right? <laughs> Everybody talks about toxic relationships and everybody's uh. struggling with toxic relationships. And really, I don't think that people are toxic. I think hmm. they're just not practicing boundaries. Hmm. So what happens in a relationship when you don't know where you end and another person begins, you get this mess in the middle where if through boundaries, you understand your autonomy and their autonomy, you're not running over each other and you're so much less likely to have conflict, especially constant conflict. But because there's no like a physical fence between you and your relationships, you don't really know where the beginning and the end is typically very well. So relational boundaries are like an invisible fence between you and other people that just help you understand where you start, where they end, where they start and where you end. Thank you for that. Um, So a toxic relationship, describe a toxic relationship. What would that be in your mind? So like toxic relationships tend to be where people just... Um, like people may insult you on on the regular. They may be like, I don't like the way you look. I don't like the way that you act. And they just make you feel bad about yourself whenever you're around them. You just like you leave and you just, you're like, gosh, I just feel dirty. I don't feel good when I'm around these people. And, and sometimes it can be family. It can be your family. It's not even just friends. It may be people you can't even choose to get away from. Right. But what happens is when you start to set boundaries, like their behavior is required to change or you understand what your next step is. Yeah. And so it's not about controlling other people. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, Yeah. you may have to do that. That's right. Mm. It's not about controlling them. You can't control them. You can only control your response Mm. to what is going on and how you feel about it. Interesting. Thank you for that. So does that make sense? Yes. Yes. That's interesting. I like that. So definitely have to cut them out if they become too toxic, if they don't listen, if they don't set respect those boundaries, 100%, uh, you'd have to cut them out. Um, I can think of, uh, yeah, lots of different things. So let's get into that a little bit. Um, but with, um, with God. So I want to know a little bit about, first off, describe your deity. Let's, let's describe God. What is God to you? Who is God to you? So I worship the King of Kings, Lord of Lords, God of the Holy Bible. And he is the creator and father of everything. And um, through through his creation, he desires relationship. Hmm. And because... We are toxic through sin, right? Oh. Like sin came in through decisions, bad decisions, poor decisions. So God thinks we're toxic. To. No, God doesn't think we're toxic. We became toxic because of bad hmm. decisions. So we were given the choice of free will. So we had the choice to huh. to not... Thrown a lot out. Gain I love this. The knowledge <laughs> of good and evil, right? We had that choice, like me some... and you. No, or was it just Adam? Humanity. Well, Adam and Eve had that choice. Adam we never Eve. were never given that choice, so we don't know what we would have That's chosen. Correct. <laughs> we would have done the exact same daggum mm. thing because free will mm. is a gift and one of our greatest stumbling blocks at the same time because free Hmm. will is beautiful but it also allows us to think that you know something's being held out on us and we just need a little bit more Hmm. so this heat addictions (laughs) (laughs) this free will i hear it a lot um and and to me i look at the bible and i've seen several places in here 
where people don't have free will. Um, is there a certain verse or or story or something that you can point to that that you're getting this idea that everybody gets free will? Well, free will is the premise of relationship. So um, if God wanted drones, we wouldn't have free will and we wouldn't be able to refuse that he exists. We wouldn't be able to worship other deities or whatever. So free will is just part of being made in God's image. What is, what is so, free will? Let's start with describing that. What is free will to you? So free will is the, the ability to choose. So we're able to choose whatever we want. We literally, we can logic and we can, we can reason. So we're able to choose literally whatever we want. And that hmm. is good. And it can be really bad. <laughs> But the problem is, is when we don't practice boundaries within free will, you get chaos. Self-control. I would call so, that self-control. <laughs> yeah, self-control. Yeah, I really don't need those donuts it, is, in the morning. I really don't. Self-control, you know? That's yeah, correct. I'll have that banana But instead. how many people don't practice that and end <sighs> up with diabetes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had one lady tell me that Jesus gives us diabetes. Um that was great. So free will, what, what I, the, the, the definition oh my gosh, I see. that's hilarious. Yeah, it's just great. <laughs> the freedom of humans to make choices that are not determined by prior causes or by divine intervention. That's the textbook free will version there. So freedom to make your choice without divine intervention. So when Correct. we go back to the tree. I would say that's divine intervention for several reasons. Number one, God did not have to put the trees there. He chose to do that. That was God's choice. Second, he let the bad guy in to allow that guy to tempt Eve into doing something that he told them not to do, which he knew was going to happen even before he placed the trees there. So that's that's an issue right off the bat with the original sin. Me and you weren't there. He put the trees in the middle of the garden, knowing what was going to happen. And then he let the bad guy in, knowing what was going to happen. So I don't see that as free yeah. will. But see, that's <laughs> but see, that's where free will is beautiful. Okay. Because you have to think Satan fell from heaven long before Satan was given the earth to roam long before humanity was even here. He was so, given the earth. Yes. The Bible God says gave that Satan he was thrown earth? to earth. Uh-huh. Yes, that he was thrown to earth and that he was able to rule. Why would God give the bad guy dominion over the earth? Well, I'm not God. I can't really answer that. Well, I mean, I wouldn't I do mean, that. That doesn't sound like a good idea. Like, like we don't send somebody to jail that's another planet where they can just rule it. You know, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But he doesn't work within our reasoning. So you can't reason God by our understanding of reasoning. So God's God not logical? Way, well, not by human standards, it's not logical. I mean, we, sending I your mean, son to die on the cross, a criminal's death isn't logical either. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. I didn't say that one. You 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 figured that one out. <laughs> Yeah, there's nothing. If you try and logic God out, you, you'll lose every time. You cannot logic God into explanations. So you worship something that's illogical? To, to our minds, that's I illogical, mean, right? To, to yeah. send your son to die sure. for... Yeah, that's yeah. illogical. So you worship an illogical being. Absolutely. By human standards, but not by God. There's no other standard to rule it by, to... right? We're just, we're humans. That's the only oh, standard yeah. we have, right? No. What other standard do no. humans have? That's why we have the Bible. See, you get to know God by spending time in the Bible. You learn his character. Yes. I call it grill out time with God. So like when you, when you're in the Bible, you get to know his character. Yes. But then yes. your prayer time, your intimacy so think of your your bible time as like grill out time 
And, and prayer time would be like your intimate time with God. Like when you're hanging out, laying in bed at night, chit chatting and staying up till three o'clock in the morning, that's your <laughs> prayer time with God. So when you have intimacy, so there's personal relationship, right? I, so go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I'm just like, you're throwing a lot out. You're throwing a lot out. I love it, but it's just a lot for me to catch up with. Um, the personal relationship, okay. we'll get there. We'll get there hundred um, percent. Okay. You, you you mentioned, I hear this a lot. Again, Christians tell me that to, to know God, I have to read the Bible. I did. Yes. And the character that's in there is not this loving, awesome father figure that everybody seems to be, not everybody, Christians seem to be promoting. Um, I'm just going to throw one right here, Hosea 9.16, where God says, I will slay your cherished offspring. God says that to people who won't listen to him. Um, he sends his own people into slavery. He sends she bears to, to, to rip apart kids in second Kings. Um, Ezekiel five, if wild beasts to kill children and eat their own, they will even eat their own children. Or it, yeah, even <laughs> the parents will eat their own kids because they worship the wrong deity. These are things he's done. The flood, the Passover, all horrible, disgusting genocides. So, but there are consequences to sin. That's how ugly at sin what is. point is the that death is... of a child justif justified? Okay, but we aren't God. We are not, we are made in the image of God. We Do are we not have more God. common sense and logic so, than God? Because we can tell we can we me and you only... can both agree that killing kids is not a good thing, right? We can both agree on that. There's no, never a good choice. I don't totally agree with that. When when is a good reason to kill a child? So here's the thing. I actually talk about this in my book. Okay. If, if you You're want scare me to, a little bit, what's a good reason to kill a child, it. Stephanie? <laughs> I actually put in there. I said, "Is God pro life?" That ah. is one of the the yeah. topics I talk about. And I said, "No, I don't believe that God is pro life. God is pro God. That's the difference. God is wow. not." God is not moved by us. We are moved by him. And if you've read the Bible, but you haven't read it with the active Holy Spirit, a opening it up to you, that's where you'll get really stumped up with the word. Because if you're only reading it through human eyes, I mean, the Bible even says, the Bible is foolishness for those who don't believe like that's scripture. So, so I have to have a, the Bible ghost. even recognizes that I have to have a ghost inside of me and then read the Bible. The Holy spirit. So how does that make anything well, I mean, you different? Can read it, but you're not going to understand it. So I'm not going to, so you understand because it. then you have the, you have the spirit that wrote it living inside of you, explaining it to you. <laughs> So I'm sorry, I just, you know, there's the, a ghost living inside Christ of me. It's all weird to me. But but so you understand the Bible? So you've had this ghost inside of you. You read yes, the Bible and you understand the it. Bible, right? Yes. Okay, so you would as understand. Revelations. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. As res So going back to all of this, if you're trying to logic it out through human standards, you'll never be able to understand it. It will always confuse you because you're uh, you're limited by your own reasoning. So here's the deal with our Trinity, right? There's God, the Father, the Holy Spirit, and Jesus, the Son. Okay, so what happens is God is Father, Creator sent Jesus to die on the cross mm -hmm. to redeem us to our Father. And through that, we are plugged in. So we are spiritual beings. You will be possessed by something regardless. How so do you know when you're possessed? You will be possessed. How do you know when you're possessed? Yeah. I mean, it's different for everybody. It would really depend mm. on the spirit that manifests you. So there's different kinds so of ghosts. a spirit of spirits, yes. When you say Holy Ghost, I don't like to really use Holy Ghost. Ghost is a very confusing word. Spirit is probably more actually <laughs> true. Did I say Holy Ghost? I, I don't know. I probably did. But, but what's the difference between a spirit and a ghost? So the difference between a spirit and a ghost 
I'm not even sure a hundred percent that ghosts are real. Um, but the difference is you are also made of three parts. So you have your physical body, uh-huh. your mind, will, and your emotions, which is your soul, and oh. then your spirit. Oh, so in the same way that God may, God is a Trinity. We are also a Trinity. So once you activate, once you become a believer and the Holy Spirit takes possession of you, because you are, you are a spiritual being. It's not optional. You don't say, oh, I get to be a spiritual being. Yeah, but how do you know we're you're spiritual created beings? that way? There's, there's a lot of, lot of, lot of created that way. claims here. Well, <laughs> I don't, I don't see this. What's the difference between a, a soul and a spirit? And like, where does the souls come from? This, is there a soul factory somewhere? This God, God created all of it. God so creates souls. That, yes. He's still creating souls mind. right now. Or re- yes. recycling. Oh, so he's up in heaven making souls. Like, or yeah, do they just he's the creator come out of his ears? I mean, like he never stops creating. He never stops creating. I thought he stopped at day he six never, and then took a rest. He never. Okay. So when he created earth, he gave us a model to work by and then have some rest. So that was for our modeling, not because God himself needs rest. That was because humans will need rest. We well, you mentioned that he stopped. God he didn't not. stop creating. But then I, I mentioned that on day six, he did stop creating. No, God has never stopped creating. Like he still creates animals. He still creates bugs. He still creates well, humans. He still creates all the time. Wait, that's whoa. why they find new species of stuff all the time. Well, no, that's because we haven't discovered the species yet. That's why we find new species. Because, because they God's didn't exist new before. Stephanie, yeah. <laughs> come on. That's that's. Are funny. you a creator? Do Am I a creator? Art? I created a, yeah. uh, this podcast. I created that book. I okay. created this shirt. <laughs> okay. So, so that's the thing. As a creator, you never stop creating. Your brain. Oh, will but I'm never not God, though. Creating. But I'm not no, God. No, you're not God. But God you're can made stop, in His right? image. I don't know. There's a whole thing there. There's a whole thing there. So, like, I kind of want to get back. I mean, taking a rest, a day of this... rest, is not the same as stopping. Well, it mm, resting and stopping. That's pretty close. It's kind of like spirit and soul, kind of close there. I mean, that's okay. If I mean, you want to be, if are... you want to think that he stopped, then we we would all cease. Like it would all cease. God is still very active. God still is the creating. one that's making the earth go round. Well, he set that into place. He doesn't have to necessarily do it every day. Oh, it just so set into we place. We don't need him to to live. So if he's not controlling oh, everything right now. Oh, so why do we need him to live? I mean, he could make it stop. He doesn't for us. Okay. Oh, he could wow. make the sun not rise tomorrow, but he doesn't for us. We need the stability. We need it, not him. It Humans seems like he needs need us. The sun to rise and the sun. It seems like he needs that worship and he needs that recognition. That's what I see. That's why he sent off the whole thing to begin with, with his trees. Otherwise, people would not now be. He's got angels for that. So he, he created a, an entire race angels, of beings just to worship him. Yes, the you angels see that as well. I can't say they have no option. Not at all. Mm-mm. Really? Would you create something that would just to worship you? I'm not God. I don't have to put right. myself into his illogical. Life. Illogical. He's a logical being. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, I, I, I want to go back to the toxic relationship. Not to part. human standards. Yeah, no, 100%. It's completely illogical. It does not make any sense, Stephanie. I want to go back to that uh, relationship, though. I feel it's more of an abusive relationship. Because what happens if you don't love God back? Um... I mean, are you talking about like going to hell specifically? Because I don't know what do you believe in. Probably have mostly hell on earth. I mean, loving God back is um, very difficult for humans to do as a whole. We hardly love ourselves, and we don't understand the vastness of God love most of the time. So, wow. 
we see, we also judge love through human perspective, which is if, if you've ever been in a long-term relationship, you've wanted them to cater to you to a degree. So we have it in us to want to be worshiped. No, I don't want to be worshiped. We have it in us. Um, but we can look to the Bible I mean, to find out true. what love is. We have celebrities. First Corinthians 13, ce- 4 through 5 tells us what love is in the Bible. And this is God's yeah, idea of love, absolutely. is it not? Yeah. Okay. So we can go with this. Love is kind. Do you think it's kind to drown the whole planet? I think it is kind to deliver people of their own insanity. Yes. I don't understand how that has to do with a flood. So people were insane. So he delivered them by drowning. You do see death negatively where I see death positively. That's that's scary. That's the difference. That's scary. stuff. I see death as a win. You see death as a lose. So all of those winners that drowned. Yeah. Could God have done it any other way? I don't know. I'm not God. I can't. You're a human being with a brain and a logical brain. And you can think of a different way. That's not as violent to, you know, eliminate somebody, right? Oh, so you want our our destructive sin natures to be catered to and be babied so that we don't actually have to answer for being sinful and destructive to ourselves and others. Wow. I think there's a better way than drowning people. <laughs> well, that's I mean, even Thanos just snapped human. his fingers. That was that was that you're was more humane human than you're God. looking at it. No, you're looking at it from a very human perspective. How which else is am I supposed totally to look at it, Stephanie? Easy. Through Holy Spirit eyes. That's through the you are not looking through a ghost's eyes right now. You're not looking through a ghost's eyes. You're looking through your own eyes and you can look at it. And you with told the... me it's illogical. So you're looking at it with your own eyes and telling me that this doesn't add up. So where does this no, ghost come in? I'm not in saying there? that at all. Well, you said that earlier I that totally, it was illogical. Through human, don't twist my words. You have to be careful. <laughs> through human <laughs> brains, it is illogical. Your human through brain, God, Stephanie. It is not. We're we're talking about your human brain. So through your human brain, this yes. is illogical, correct? No, I do not see it the same way that you do. I can argue this till the cows come home because you are wanting me to agree with your human perspective for God's work. Very simple. I won't do that. I just want you to use your human brain to tell me this. You're saying it's simple because you want to remove the God element, and I'm not willing to remove the God element so it it removes the simplicity why we have to remove the god element i'm just asking the human part of you it's i don't know um i guess it's a difficult thing to answer let's go it is if you're trying to get to narrow it down to basic humanity i don't look at god through humanity i look at god through god and i I allow him to be who he is without having to answer to me God doesn't ah, have to. So you're not going to question him. To me. Is that what you're going? You're correct. not going to question God to whatsoever. To a degree. Oh, oh, okay. To a degree, that is correct. To a degree, what's the degree? I mean, when I became a widow with five children, mm. me and God had to have a lot of questions and talks mm. because that was very, very, very hard for me. But I'm do sure I need to know sorry. what Noah went through thousands of years ago? No, I don't. I don't. I don't need to sit there and dissect what those people went through. I don't have to answer for that. But when I went through my life, heck yeah, I've had to answer. I've had lots of questions. That's all I'm asking. I don't care what Noah thought. I was asking what you thought. Your 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 experiences. Your but I didn't go through that. I didn't go through that. You're asking me to explain what happened thousands of years ago to to people that. And and that I need to justify it on God's side or human side, and I I don't think that that is true. I don't need to do that. Gotcha. I am able to. There, so uh, Hebrews eleven one says the faith is conviction of things not seen. Yeah. And absolutely knowing that you know for things you can't see, 
And I am willing to stand in faith. I don't feel like I have to justify and answer all the little things that humans want to try and figure out in their own brains about God for myself. But I can answer the best that I can for the questions that you have. You you mentioned when you know something, that's your faith. When you know something that you can't see. Knowledge is not faith. So if you have knowledge, you don't have faith anymore. So you don't know or you do know? That's not necessarily true. Because conviction is knowing things that you can't necessarily explain. So I'm convicted by being able... We'll do that later. Look up Hebrews 11.1. I was going to look up conviction. You should read all (laughs) the entirety... Oh, no, yeah, no, I'd rather not read the entirety of Hebrews 11, but I do have it here. It talks about faith. That's subjective. Um, Hebrews 11, where is it? There it is. 11, faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. So it's just pretending at that point. Do you know what LARPing is? You ever heard of LARPing? I have not. Live action role play. These people go out to parks and they oh. got little styrofoam swords and stuff and whatever, and they pretend. Yeah. And they, there's wizards and wah, those are fun. I love those. Those are fun. But that's how I see faith. That's exactly how I see faith. Okay. It's it's just pretending you have no God next to you. You have no magical powers. There's no ghost that you can see. Sorry, spirit that you can see, that you can feel, that you can smell, that you can touch, that you can, I don't know, interact with, with like in a normal uh, in a normal way. So it, to me, it seems uh, very LARPy. It seems like it's just live action role-playing. We're just pretending this is happening. We're pretending that there's a guy here when we're talking to him. Uh, you mentioned a personal relationship. I guess that's where we're headed next with this part. Um, but is there anybody else that you don't use your human logic to, to understand? Is there anybody else you do this to, or is it just yeah. God? What, that, see, that's so weird. Why is that? Okay, so here's the thing. is God started talking to me from when I was very young. That's, and... a, that's a claim. God started talking to you. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't know, actually, that I had prophetic wisdom until my late husband and I started dating And he said, he was like, you're a prophetess. And I was like, oh, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's like not even. Well, lo and behold, I was able to know we knew before I had my third baby, what he would be, what his name would be. We knew before my fourth baby, when um, I would get pregnant when I had her. We knew her four years before we she was coming. We knew her name, all sorts of stuff. But see, when you try and logic that out and you pick it apart with a human brain, you'll just try and be like, oh, you just manifested it. You just made that up. <laughs> no, you didn't make it because up. You, you're good guess, it, obviously, with the kids, uh, what they are. I mean, that's a good guess. I mean, how do you know it? It's just like, you say I always go to the same spot, but this is where we go. How do you know it's name. your invisible guy sending you these thoughts? How do you not know it's your own thoughts? Because how do you know it's the guy you. that drowned every baby on the planet that's sending you this information? Because I, I'm in a relationship with him. In okay, the same so way that I'm. Ta- let's have I a talk let's to have a conversation with my children. Let's have a conversation with the guy you have a relationship with. Can you ask him questions for me? Uh, I mean, I can ask questions. Whether is he going to answer you? Direct answer immediately? No. <sighs> maybe, maybe not. Is there like a better a number you can call to get a more direct line to your person you have a personal relationship with? I mean, I might be able to pray about it and come back to it later. Hmm. Like it just, you know, it's not like it's like not like a real relationship. Where you really have intimate conversation. Well, it's it's not like a real relationship okay, where I can words. my wife can come in and I can have a conversation with my her. Words. I I don't mind answering questions, but I do mind twisting my words. That's what word not did what I, twist? I said. It is a relationship. 
And that's exactly it, what it I said. It's a relationship. relationship. It is right. just. That's what I said. Sorry. You, Did not come up no, you said, but it's not a relationship. It's no, not I'm a telling you it's not because, because I'm, and I'm explaining why it's not a relationship. I, I understand you think it is, but I'm going to tell you why it's not because my wife can come in here and I can have a conversation with her. Me and you can have a conversation with each other. I don't even have a personal relationship with you. I just know you because of this. So I can still have that conversation back and forth with you. Why can you not have this with this person, yes, this invisible person you have this a as well. personal relationship with? We talk all the time. It's just not in the same way that you want the relationship to work. That's what I'm saying is you have this, you want God to be human. And want, you want to narrow him down to your no, human perspective. I don't want God to be human. But God no. is God. Stephanie, no, he doesn't I don't, no. fit into what your capacity of your brain can understand. Clearly. That's okay though. Uh no, I don't I don't <laughs> I don't want him to be human though. <laughs> um my thing is you're you're telling me he wants to have a relationship with everybody, right? He wants to be a personable where is he? Why can't he come up and talk to me then? If he wants to have a relationship with me, and if I'm going to go to hell, if I don't have a relationship with him, why does he not come over and talk to me like he talks to you? Maybe he's talking to you right now through me, and you just don't want to hear. Well, I I haven't heard anything that is going to change my mind at all. So if God wants to change my mind because through you, you're he's going to have to do a little bit better. Because you're resistant. I'm not you're, just going to believe though, whole, Stephanie. whole perspective like your whole perspective is to mm -hmm. come after in a way of attacking. Now, if you were dating your wife that way, if you, the first day. Yes. If my wife was a documented was like, child well, killer. You don't exist. I don't even know you. Stephanie, I've never even seen you before. If my wife was a documented child killer, we would not be dating. I would not have a relationship with somebody that gets angry at children and kills them. That's not, that's just not something I would uh, condone or have. Uh, personal relationship with somebody who does those kinds of things. So I, I don't think you would either. Well, honestly, I mean, then that's, I don't judge people by their sin stuff. I think it sucks, but I've loved a lot of people that have done a lot of really shitty things. Stephanie, you would not allow <laughs> a documented child killer around your children. I, I don't I've believe had you would friends do that. that have had abortions and I love yes. them. Stephanie. Stephanie, don't avoid this. Let's go. Okay. You would I've not. I've friends that I know oh, have, have done a lot of really terrible things. Have they killed and children? I love them. I mean, I believe abortion is killing children. So if you want to go. Have they killed level, a live yes. out of the womb child? Um, this is such an easy one, Stephanie. No, of no. course not. We would not allow documented child killers around our children. Of course not. I, I do course have we wouldn't. Um, an ex-brother-in-law that molested children that I still care about. And but you wouldn't allow him with. alone with your children, would you? No, oh, but he, thank he's you. not okay. God either. <laughs> I, understand I mean, that. you're I understand trying that. to. You're trying to That's take. not God. I understand. No, no, no. You were trying to take a concept that is far greater than your brain and fit it into your brain. And but it you will never fit it. there. It will never fit there. What you have to do when you have an attitude that you want to get to know God and not deliberately Don't stand against him, then you know nothing he of my history, will open Stephanie. himself up to you. Stephanie, you know nothing of my history. You're correct. That's I grew correct. up Christian. I don't. You could have been a pastor last year. <laughs> right. And so you, and, you still don't and think you I tried? Deconstructed is that what it, is? it all. Is that what it is? I I didn't try hard enough for, for God to come and have a relationship with me to save me from hell? I didn't try hard enough? I don't know. I've seen a lot of Christians fall away. They get hurt. They get angry. Most people couldn't have gone through what... I oh. went through a dead husband, five kids, a business. I talked to people freaking almost killed me all the time, all the time. Huh? I talked to pe people, yeah, pastors who have lost kids the all the time. So yeah, no, it's it sucks. It's it's absolutely horrible. But to believe you have this, 
this this personal relationship with a documented child killer is is a little far from uh, that's so funny that that's like the one thing you stand on is the document i can go to another killer. he's Let's done go a back whole lot of other things as well yes yeah. uh, he has yeah. he has he, <laughs> he's done a lot of other things so would you he's let's done go back a to lot jesus. Of crazy things let's go back to jesus um would you personally because this is what god did would you personally slaughter the innocent to forgive the guilty i mean it was when i had my first son was the first time i actually realized the sacrifice that God gave through Christ, because like woolly cannoli, heck no, would I give my son for a bunch of spoiled, rotten, ungrateful. He has his son. Jerk faces. Like where's no Jesus right way now? would I do that. Stephanie, God, where's Jesus? Totally. Where Where's Jesus? He's in heaven. As our With earth, God. In the spirit realm. He didn't give anything. As he advocate. is God. He's not his son. He is God. God is he Jesus came, and Jesus is God, right? So it's the to, same person. And then they're back together again after three days. He came to take the Woo. keys to death in Hades. He came. Why would he have to take yeah, the keys? He came as a he human. He created the keys. So he could travel the same path that humans have to travel. Because God doesn't usurp himself. Why do we have to travel that? It's illogical, Stephanie. Because we're sinful. And because we do Says stupid, who? horrible things. And if, if you think... What did I do that's stupid to horrible? I'm what did sure I do that's so horrible I deserve death and, horrible and hell? I've done a lot of stupid things. But what is this stupid, horrible I mean, thing that I deserve hell? On In your limited thinking yes my limited i thinking. mean you might not you haven't you haven't killed a child so you don't deserve it but you may think they deserve it child Wait. killers so child you killers deserve hell they deserve it because no i did not say that i said you may think that you're the uh, one that is so against fine, god because he's a child killer i don't have that there's a lot problem. of reasons i'm against god that's just happening one think... of my major ones I don't think that child killers that are human necessarily need to go to hell. I think there's redemption and grace for them as well. How? I think what they did sucks through Jesus. So someone can kill your child, repent, and then join you and your child in heaven? Yes. Oof. Wow. Praise God So much for, for that eternal punishment. And mercy. I thought everybody got their just desserts at the end there. I don't want any. I don't want anybody to oh. have to do that. No. So evil does not get punished in the end. I think you'll have me. to stand an account for it. Which which means huh? what? Which means what? When you stand an account for it, but you still get to go to heaven. What's the point? Do you have children? Yes, I have children. Okay. So if your child does something wrong. And you you just walk into the room. They immediately are like, "Am I busted?" But then if you call their name, if you're like, "Hey, John, whatever your kid's name is," and they're like, "Oh, he knows, he knows," and they're already mm -hmm. feeling the sense of like, "Crap, I'm about to be in trouble," uh -huh. right? Yeah, like that is that is. That is the image of our relationship with God when we've harmed and sinned and we have to stand. But there won't be any judgment for him. But, but there won't be you, any judgment if they've you, repented. Like if your so kid they will just says, go to heaven. If your kid I mean, says, you know what, I'm sorry I did that. And they have humility and they have, or do you eventually, I'm sorry, I think it froze up. What did you I'm say? Back. Go ahead. You were talking about humility. I think it's my fault. Yeah. So if you're when, when your kid does something wrong and they have humility and they are um, they come with humbleness and, and repentance and be like, you know, dad, I'm so sorry I did that. I didn't mean to do that. They've uh 
may still get in trouble, but they're not going to get into the same level of trouble. So they're going to go to heaven, but not a great heaven, just kind of an okay heaven. I don't even care. Screw you, dad. You suck. You're stupid. Then you're like, oh, no. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. I'm sorry. I I don't see that as a good thing, though. I don't don't know what you can hear. Because I can hear you now. Uh, You were doing just fine. I I probably froze for a second there. Okay. Uh, But so this guy, (laughs) let's go back to this guy. This is child killer guy in heaven. Uh, who's being judged. So he's being judged, but he's already been forgiven because he repented or something, right? So he does never get punished for the evil that he did. So God allows evil to go unpunished? That's not true. Okay, so how does he get to go to heaven then? How does this work? That's what I just gave you the analogy of. So he feels bad. That's what I just That's gave the whole the thing. Analogy of. Did you hear my analogy? I heard your analogy, but you're telling me he feels bad. So That's repentance. the only thing. You don't. You don't fool. You don't. No. No. That's I'm not, not the same as repentance. God. Feeling okay, bad about something horse. is not the same as repentance. Back up the trolley. Hold on. So we're starting with he repented already. Okay. He killed a kid. Now he's repented. Now he's in heaven, standing in front of God. Will God allow him into heaven? Mm-hmm. Okay, so where is the evil punished? If he has accepted Jesus, yes, he will go on into heaven. I don't have to answer for what other people do. I don't know the punishment. I'm not God. You're I telling don't me have he doesn't to get punished. Answer though. for how God handles things any more than I have to answer for how you handle your household. Or my neighbor handles their household. I don't actually, you have do. to answer. You, you do. You do. For... Actually, if, if you if you know they're they're on the front lawn, you know, shooting their children, you you should probably say something. If they're on the front lawn setting fire to their children because they weren't listening, you should. Probably but that's not what you said. You said when I you're twisting the game. What am I twisting? That's not what you said. I don't, you I don't even know said what you're talking about right now. if somebody does something and then is standing in front of God. Yes, you said you didn't know. You didn't want to answer sin. that, so I skipped it ahead. I said I don't yeah, have don't to, answer, to that. answer for yeah, that, and so I skipped ahead because I don't answer for your household or my neighbor's household or anybody else's household. See, and that goes back to even boundaries. Is the lack of boundaries to think that other people can't have autonomy and can't be their own people and answer for their own things? I don't feel the need to answer for everybody else. I don't I want to know how it works for you. Justify someone else's life. I'm just want to know how it works. Well, I don't for you, have Stephanie. to justify. That's all I want to know. Life. But I, you again, keep I asking me questions to justify an answer for someone else. It's a and scenario. I Stephanie. totally do that. Stephanie, it's a scenario so we can understand what you believe and why you believe. But you're asking That's me all. to answer. A scenario. Okay. Except that you, it's not just a scenario because you're asking me to answer something that isn't a real scenario. Okay. You, you're I, right. 100%. I agree. It's not a real scenario. With a Nobody will go to the gates heart. of heart. <laughs> That's not how God if does it, though. God wants no, the shedding of blood. Hebrews 9 like 22, without the shedding you of blood, you like to there play no word games with people. I haven't played any word games at all. I've tried to define words as best you we can. So we're both on the games same level. Because you've twisted what I've said a couple of times. And then you'll take a snippet <sighs> of what I say and run with it and not, and that's not what I not mean. Quite what so I feel, here's the thing. Okay. If you want a scenario in my own household, when my children get in trouble mm-hmm. and they have humility they do not get the same punishment as they do if they're arrogant. Mm-hmm. So, for example, in my own household, when when one child does one thing, mm. based on their personality, I will handle it differently than I handle my other child who could do the exact same thing mm-hmm. based on their personality and age and knowledge and mm. understanding. So my 17-year-old and my 8-year-old could do the exact same behavior, and I would handle it differently. 
And so that's what you are removing from this whole blanket type of no, no, argument no, no. that you're doing. Oh, no, no, no. Yes. I, I, now I know Is how you're going to you, run the house. You, but we're talking about God and he runs it differently than people. Because but I can't answer you know, for God. And that's exactly. What you so we want. can't answer that. I just but wanted to answer I how that scenario worked for, for you. But thank you for telling me how you parent your house, though. Was, that was very interesting. Um, we can go ahead. I want you to close out with with um, uh, a last word, of course, and then where we, where we can find your book and um, your blogs. You have a blog, right? I thought I saw a blog somewhere. I do blog. I do I, blog some. I'm working on building up the blogs. Good luck with that. Um, That's tough. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah, <laughs> some dedication. You, you got to keep at it. Yeah. Tube and all that stuff. Ugh. That's a lot. Go of ahead. Work. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so um, my website is www.thestephaniejordan.com, and my book is on Amazon. And um, what was the other question you asked me? I'm sorry. A last word. If you want to say anything at the end here, and oh, a last word. I've enjoyed talking to you. It's I've enjoyed fun. it as well. This I don't mind fun. the whole like little logic and debate sort yeah, of stuff. I think it's fun. I think if I was a scientist, I would have been a logician. <laughs> oh man. I don't know what I would have been. That's fun. Anything else you want to close out with? Um, Jesus loves you. There it is. There he it is. He died on the cross for you. How Rock you and roll. This? And we'll say luck. that next time. We'll say <laughs> Awesome. Thank you so much, Stephanie. We'll talk to you later. I'll come back again. Absolutely. You better. All right. And that's all the show there is for you today. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard and want to help keep the recording light on, simply go to patreon.com forward slash BSW the podcast and sign up to be a supporter of the show. Your episodic tithes of a dollar or more will give you access to the patron feed, unaired conversations, early access to each episode, and much more. For the latest events, BSW swag, and a peek behind the scenes, head on over to the show's ever-evolving webpage at thebiblesayswhat.com. The Bible Says What the book is out. Head on over to thebiblesayswhat.com and get yourself and your grandma a signed copy. Thanks to the cosmic powers of the internet, it is now possible to buy me a beer or coffee online. Simply go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash BSW the podcast and click the appropriate buttons. If you can't support the show monetarily, please like, share, and or leave a review. As always, you can find me at the Bible Says What Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or Instagram pages. You can also reach me at bswthepodcast at gmail.com. And no matter which platform you use to listen to your podcasts, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you won't miss out on the next episode. Until then, would you kindly pick up your Bibles and read them? and signing up to be a supporter of the show. Your episodic ties will be of a fuck. We're going with the first one. It's done. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs>